All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Well, welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sokera, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron. They invest their clients' monies into individually owned stocks that uh, are part of custom-made portfolios just for their particular needs and desires. If you have any questions during this half hour about investing in stocks, give us a call, 330-673-1234. Well, Walt, Santa Claus has been really giving Wall Street a gift all month long, and last week was was no exception. That's for sure, Bob. Yeah, that's the eighth uh, straight week of gains uh, extending into this holiday weekend. Uh, we've seen uh, really, the fuel that, that's been behind this up, uh, you know, rise is, since October has been really more of a soft landing scenario for the economy. Uh, interest rates uh, starting to head downward. Uh, really, some pretty good results coming in from companies that have been reporting, and a lot of economic data that just supports, you know, an economy that's uh, just right. You know, not too not too fast and not too slow, and. So, so I think we're, you know, we've really been fortunate this year and we're in a good place as we uh, head into the last week of the year and in 2024. Uh, last week, we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average jump uh, 80 points, 0.2%. Year-to-date on that Dow Jones Industrial Average, we're up 12.8%. Uh, the S&P 500 index, the broader index, was up 35 points, 0.8% for the week. And Year-to-date, we're at 23.8% on that S&P 500 index, Bob. Uh, the NASDAQ uh, up 179 points, another 1.2% gain. And year-to-date, that NASDAQ composite now is at 43.2% on the upside. Uh, the Russell 2000s uh, had some good recovery. That's the small and mid-cap stock up 2.5% for the week. And year-to-date, we're up 15.5%. So, you know, just a really strong year. Um, you know, it's nice to get that recovery after the tough year in 2022. And, um, you know, a lot to be thankful for as we uh, as we celebrate the uh, Christmas season and the new year. And as we said, the, the economic indicators are fairly good. The primary inflation gauge, which they call the core PCE from the Fed, rose less than one-tenth of a percent in November. That brings the annual core inflation rate to about 3.2% over the last six months. And the core PCE inflation has run at just about a 1.9% on an annualized rate so far. And that is quite below the Fed's 2% target. So that's good news for interest rates that could be going down. Now, consumer spending appears to be moderating after a strong third quarter, but business spending may be picking up. But what, I guess, in anticipation of those lower rates. Yeah, so again, a lot of lot of good news there, Bob. You know, the battle has been against inflation for you know about a year and a half, and uh, the Fed's done a remarkable job. You know, pushing rates higher, slowing this economy down, and getting closer to that target that they had been shooting for. And 
Uh, you know, again, a lot of good scenarios here. We see the consumer continue to spend. Uh, business uh, spending looks like it's on an uptick. Uh, the whole housing market looks better. Now that rates have come down last month, the readings are pretty good there on, on mortgages. So a, a lot of positivity uh, with the economic data at this point. As you said, again, good year for NASDAQ. The composite up uh, more than 43%. The S&P 500 up nearly 24%. But we've been here every single week all this year. And uh, beginning of most of this year, there wasn't this kind of optimism in the market at all. In fact, we went through some pretty pretty tough times when folks were really uh, screaming gloom and doom for the market. So uh, I guess the moral of this is that uh, while you can be an investor, you got to be pretty tough to, uh, to withstand all that uh, buffeting until you get your your rewards that's for sure bob you got to be an investor and an investor is somebody that takes an investment and thinks a little bit longer term and you know speculators often get burnt in in tough markets like this and we saw that a lot of people that were speculating you know the volatility caught them by surprise and you know you, you lose money if you're in it for the short run so uh, again being an investor gives you the ability to step back think longer term I always tell people, you know, three to five days, three to five weeks, three to five months, who knows. But three to five years, I'll take that time frame any time. And, uh, you know, having done this now for well over 35 years, I, I just know the long term is uh, the way to invest and, you know, create success if you, if you keep that long term perspective. So the the moral there is that not to get too uh, caught up in all the different uh, strategists and experts, so-called, uh, uh, filling the airwaves and the newspapers and the prints with all these different opinions. Uh, it's better to kind of not get caught up in that than, uh, than to maintain your own course. Yeah, for sure. We we see over and over that, you know, predictions and gurus and analysts, you know, the error rate's very, very high. Um, you know, you really have to think for yourself. And, and again, remember, a lot of the you know, talking heads and the articles you read and the experts, they, they sound so convincing, but a lot of times, Bob, they're not really thinking the same way you are as an investor. Um, you know, they're capturing headlines. They're, they're creating excitement around the things that they say, uh, sometimes being controversial, saying the opposite thing is what gets them attention. Uh, but that's not, that's not investing. That's media. And, and, you know, a lot of the appearances we see on some of the public networks and so forth are they're media appearances. You know, they're paid appearances. A lot of those experts are paying to be on TV. Uh, so you, you just have to remember, you know, what, what it is you're doing as an investor and make sure the decisions you make are consistent with which, what makes sense for you. And I, I think that's what leads to success. We're talking to Walt Secure, who's the managing partner of the AKW Group here in Akron, talking about investing in the market. Time to look at the trends and insights as we come to the near close of 2023. As again, Walt takes a lot of uh, interest in things that are going on out there. That many of them may have an impact on stock prices and your investing philosophy. Now, the Santa Claus rally—that's what they usually talk about this time between Christmas and New Year's Day coming up. But his history says the most profitable range of days are the last five trading days of December in the first two trading days of January. So what should we be doing with these uh, days as a regular investor? Should we be out there uh, playing the game or just kind of sitting back and uh, seeing what happens? Well, again, you know, it's it's nice to note that the Santa, Santa Claus rally has been there and, you know, on average those seven days have produced about a 1.3% gain over, over history, and that's that's pretty good. Uh, the only other time frame of the year that seems to do a little bit better is in April, uh, leading up to tax season. So uh, it's good to know that. But like you said, Bob, I mean, I think you got to be a long-term investor. And 
uh, you recognize that, hey, you know, there could be some more upside here as we head into the new year, and that would be good uh, capping out, out a heck of a year uh, as we head into 2024. Now, look at retail sales for the year. They've seen a great spike. Uh, a lot of people are taking advantage of what the, what some people call a new option, but really uh, 65 years ago before credit cards was the only option to buy on time. Buy now, pay later. New buy now, pay later plan saw sales of $940 million on Cyber Monday, November 27th. That's up 43%. Uh, of course, uh, people call these plans in many cases buy now and pray later. But uh, actually, uh, when you think about it, they, they can be very, very advantageous. I'm offering a couple of months or 90 days, or even six months interest-free. If you can uh, pony up the money before then, uh, you've got yourself, a, in essence, a free loan. Yeah, and these are really good plans. Again, it's an option to credit cards. You know, credit cards obviously carry high interest rates a lot of time, but these buy now, pay later plans spread the payments out, as you said, over, you know, three months, six months, nine months. Uh, easier to make the payments, more flexible. Uh, as you said, no interest a lot of times, a quick approval process. And, and we're seeing a lot of retailers take advantage of this, especially online. And a lot of people are using it, you know, spreading, spreading those purchases out over a few months. So it's a good, again, a good option, and uh, again, well, our family has used it over the years from time to time, so once more, it could be a very good uh, financial planning tool. Now, we talk about the magnificent seven stocks. I bet almost everybody out there could, uh, at least men over like 35, could probably name the magnificent seven stars in the movie, but the magnificent seven stocks are Apple, Microsoft, Google's parent Alphabet, Amazon.com, NVIDIA, Meta Platforms, and Tesla. Now, they have had all a fantastic year together. These seven companies alone have a market capitalization of over $12 trillion. These seven stocks combined are bigger than the stock markets of the United Kingdom, China, France, and Japan put together. Apple is roughly the same size as Japan. Microsoft is bigger than the U.K. And Google is nearly the size of the entire French stock market. That's interesting, but what does that mean to the regular investor here in the U.S.? Well, it just shows the power of some of these stocks, Bob. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing that America has done well. We've, we've built some amazing companies that uh, transcend, you know, throughout the economy and the world. And, and you know, they're recognized in, in a great way with their stock prices going up and the value of these companies becoming, you know, such high levels. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's brought a lot of attention to investing. I, I think one of the benefits are we see more stock ownership. Um, households now own, uh, you know, we're, we went up to from about 53% in 2019, up to 58% by the end of 22. More and more people are interested in investing. I, I think individual stocks do that. I think the power of some of these companies captures the imagination and the interest. And that's a good thing. You know, investing uh, adds for long-term success and financial stability and, you know, a lot better retirements and, and the things we talk about. So, uh, these magnificent seven stocks have been mag- magnificent, and there's a lot of other good companies behind them. But uh, uh, you know, can't can't argue with the success of what these seven companies have done. So I think magnificent seven. I kind of stall out at Yule Brenner, and uh, <laughs> I think that's a, I can't I get get past that uh, real good quick. Movie, yeah, that was great true. movie. But anyway, let's talk about stocks again. Your chance to call up the program and ask uh, Walt uh, Sakura directly about particular stock issues that interest you. Three three zero six seven three one two three four is our number. We're live and local here on this Christmas Eve. Three three zero six seven three one two three four. Outside of Akron, listening on WNIR dot com eight hundred six six nine four one hundred to call with your stock market questions for Walt Sakara. Okay, Nippon Steel. They uh, beat out Cleveland Cliffs to win the war to buy U.S. Steel. 
They offer them an all-cash offer of $55 per share, which equates to nearly $15 billion, including assuming U.S. Steel's debt. Well, now the next hurdle is the fact that this has not made a lot of politicians happy, especially here in Ohio. Uh, so is there going to be a, a big regulatory or, or political battle for Nippon to actually take over U.S. Steel? No, I think it will. A lot of U.S. lawmakers are already speaking out against it, as you mentioned, and uh, uh, the White House said the deal deserves serious scrutiny. So I, I think heading into an election year, this might be a tough one. We'll, we'll have to follow. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, you know, from from a from a uh, purchase standpoint and, and long term where this might head. But we'll have to see if they can get through the political hurdles. What happened to Cleveland Cliff's bid? Did they just simply get outcashed? Uh, they did. Yeah, I mean, the bids just came in, and, you know, Bob, they looked at the numbers, and the deal for with Nippon is just was a better deal. So that's, uh, that's what U.S. Steel decided to take. Now, looking at uh, electric vehicle registrations in other countries outside of the U.S., China has a very strong registration uh, level for the new electric vehicles, including those made by Tesla. The EV giant said it would cover a $4,500 Euro German EV subsidy through December 31st, and they're trying to hit the 23-23 goal of 1.8 million deliveries. So China, they seem to be embracing the electric vehicles a bit faster here than the United States. Well, they really are, Bob, and it makes sense with uh, you know the amount of uh, people there and the traffic and the electric grid that they have. Um, that makes a lot of sense, and, and Tesla has obviously been a, a leader there. Um, you know, they, they com- they're competing, you know, uh, internationally as well as domestically, being a price leader, uh, you know, stepping up to the subsidies that need to be offered to keep treat the incentives there for people buying uh, these cars, whether it be over in Asia, Europe, United States. Um, you know, they've been they're a very competitive company. And again, we continue to like Tesla. We've seen the stock bounce around quite a bit this year. Uh, started the year at you know the 150s, uh, got up to about 300 dollars a share. We're at 252.54 at the end of last week, but yeah, we continue to like Tesla. We'll continue to be an owner for the next three to five years. Let's take some calls now for Walt Sakara. You're on WNIR. Happy Christmas Eve. Konnichiwa. Merry Christmas to y'all. Hey, Merry <laughs> Christmas, Ken. Hey, uh, just when I uh, am getting my arms around this AI, uh, the smartest woman in the world told me to buy uh, something in the field of CRISPR gene editing platforms. <laughs> Do you have any, does anybody know? <laughs> I mean, here, here's, she said if I would buy Verve Therapeutics, symbol V-E-R-V, V-E-R-V, or if I'd buy CRISPR Therapeutics, C-R-S-P, that in uh, 20 years I would be a billionaire. Well, hey, so I, I would be a hundred and uh, I would be a hundred and four. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these uh, are two. You know, CRISPR. I think it's Vertex is, is the company you're looking for. Vertex Pharmaceutical, VRTX, and CRISPR CRSP. Um, you know, they they're they've developed these gene editing um, you know uh, processes and. Uh, they recently announced, um, you know, I think uh, an application for sickle cell, uh, which, uh, you know, is a, is a pretty big development. Uh, but both of these are, yeah, they're fascinating, innovative, uh, you know, uh, biotech, pharmaceutical type company. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to watch where they head. But uh, two, two that are definitely being talked about quite a bit, Ken. Yeah, th- this one, this uh, 
cheap one was V E R V. Verve. I know. I got a whole list of them here. I've been looking them up, and uh, and anyway, it's interesting. It keeps an old guy uh, active mentally to look all these, look all this stuff up. But I, uh, they're just throwing me all kinds of curveballs here. CRISPR gene editing platforms. Right. <laughs> right. No, it's definitely been one that we've seen a lot of research on. There's a lot of analysts excited about that company, and uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, well, you guys eat a lot of Hershey Kisses. That stock was making a new low this week. It's down 100 points, so I'm doing my part, uh, and I'm going to eat a lot of Hershey Kisses over the holidays to try to get that stock back up. All right. Well, I've been going to Planet Fitness. I've been working on the Planet Fitness (laughs) stock. I've been trying to get that weight down a little bit, Ken. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay. Well, you guys have a good week. Thank you. Uh, All right. Again, great holiday to you, too. 330-673-1234 to talk with Walt Secure about stocks here on WNR and the Invest Wisely program. Now, cruise lines, of course, they took a beating during the pandemic, but now Carnival Cruises has reported earnings. They posted a smaller-than-expected fourth-quarter loss. Revenue was up still 41% to $5.4 billion. That did top views, and uh, Carnival did give some bullish guidance for the first quarter of 2024. So maybe finally the after effects of the pandemic are are starting to uh, to wane. Yeah, traffic's there. I mean, bookings are there. Uh, again, 41% revenue increase. They did 5.3 billion versus 3.8 billion for the quarter. I think you're seeing it across all the cruise lines, uh, Carnival Royal and Norwegian. Uh, you know, they're all booking a lot of passengers that want to get back on these ships, Bob. And it just comes down to the, you know, profitability and fuel costs coming down is going to help as well. So, yeah, I think it sets up pretty well for these companies as we go into 2024. They, they've had good recovery, but could be some good upside ahead as well. Now, in the delivery segment, FedEx reported some weak guidance this uh, past week. The shipping giant reported a 25% EPS gain for the second quarter, uh, their fiscal second quarter, but they fell short of their forecasts, revenue falling 3%, the fifth straight year-over-year decline, and uh, missing their guidance, too. Their stock plunged accordingly, and even the UPS stock also declined. Uh, you know, why are the shipping giants having a problem, and, and who's competing with them that's causing their, their problems? Well, just a lot of pressure on margins, uh, costs, employee costs. Obviously, we saw the you know the big UPS contracts that went through uh, labor contracts, and uh, it, you know revenue was one thing, Bob. But you got to you got to be able to operate and you know make profits uh, with these companies. So they're they're definitely uh, struggling a little bit on the top line, a little bit on that bottom line as well. I mean, uh, these companies they they <laughs> I know there's a lot of packages being delivered out there during this holiday season. I mean, they're definitely needed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely some struggles with, with the business models at the current time. And the shoemaker Nike, they also went down last week on sales warnings, though they reported a 21% EPS gain, beating their fiscal quarter, second quarter estimates on some improved gross margins. But the revenue just rose about a percent to some $13.39 billion. Uh, the Dow giant warned on the full-year revenue. They cited weaker consumer demand, other factors. Nike is looking for up to $2 billion in cost savings through 2026. Um, so what, people are not to, as shot with Nike shoes anymore? Again, are some of these other brands like Skechers cutting into their market? Uh, yeah, there's been challenges, Bob. I mean, again, a lot of competition out there in the footwear market. And, uh, you know, I think the price... Uh, uh, you know, a lot of consumers out there, we said, through the year, were struggling a little bit, making uh, cost decisions, price decisions, you know, on, on purchases. And 
Uh, Nike has definitely struggled a little bit uh, the last couple quarters. Revenue has been pretty flat for a couple quarters in a row. We see decelerating uh, revenue, and uh, the stock definitely reflects that right now. I mean, I think long-term, Nike's a pretty competitive company, and obviously has a big following out there, a brand that is well-loved. So, you know, it might be a time to look at Nike. Uh, If if you ever want to buy it, now's the time to probably take a look. And, of course, we talked earlier about buy-now-pay-later options. Affirm is one of the leaders in that market right now in that kind of financing. They have now expanded their ties to the Walmart stores, providing uh, pay-later, buy-now-pay-later services at self-checkout kiosks at over uh, 4,500 U.S. Walmart stores. So this idea of buy now, pay later, again, it's not a, not a new concept, but like the man said, uh, everything old is new again. So, so you know, just to, I think as my father used to say, if you just want to find out what's going to be hot today, look back 20, 30, 40 years and uh, you know, see what there could be applicable to the current world and adapt it to that, and you may do all right. That's for sure. And I, and I think that's where these, a lot of these fintech stocks have gone. Uh, Bob, PayPal... Uh, Afterpay, Affirm, Klarna, uh, of all offerings here in that buy, buy now, buy now pay, uh, pay later uh, type of program. And, uh, you know, as we said, it's, it's a good option. It, it, it creates uh, some credit that's needed without getting into the credit cards and the high interest payments. So Affirm has done a really good job. And, uh, you know, I think this partnership with uh, Walmart will definitely be something to pay attention to. And, of course, as we begin the new year, and want to let our listeners know that if you'd like to give a conversation like we're having now, individually with Walt Secure or any other member of his team there at the, the AKW Group, you can do that by calling them anytime and saying, hey, I heard your show on the radio, but I have this stock I'm interested in, or I have this uh, equity I'd like to have your opinion on. And uh, they'll talk with you, again, without having to give you a big bill or anything like that, just to tell them your listener and give them a call at 234-466-7475, 234-466-7475, and I know, Walt, that you look forward to hearing from the listeners and talking with them, and uh, you welcome those kinds of calls. Absolutely, Bob. We have quite a few of them all week long, and uh, you know, we talk a lot about stocks. We, we talk a lot about a lot of other things, too, but it, but again, you know, we're, we're uh, set up. It's, it's a big part of our value proposition. You know, we manage the money in our own shop there, and uh, we we spend a lot of time, you know, looking at research and uh, you know collecting what we think is good research, and uh, we have a process to to think about uh, the way we buy and and identify companies and when they should be sold. And I think we can offer some good insights to a lot of people. Kevin does a great job in our office uh, getting research out in the hands of uh, people that are interested. Barrett has great intellectual capital. Uh, a lot of uh, small mid cap stocks that are followed by Baird uh, being a you know, a firm here out of the Midwest. So, you know, a lot of unique ideas that, that we have, and we're always willing to share. So give us a call. We're a friendly group. And, uh, again, always looking to develop relationships, uh, you know, trying to find that handful of good clients each year to, you know, to add to uh, the clients we already serve. Let's talk a bit about, about the people there at the uh, KW Group. We don't get a chance to talk much about them every on the usual weeks, but with holiday uh, week being a little bit light, uh, tell us about, about those team members, you know, who they are and uh, what kind of uh, things they bring to the table. Sure. Well, Allison Castle has been with me for a long time. Uh, she's a super talented financial advisor, uh, really has great expertise in estate planning and uh, some elder care issues. We have a lot of older clients and she does a remarkable job with the relationship management side of the business and, you know, taking care of people and uh, making sure the investments match up with, with where they're at in different stages of their life. Um, Kevin uh, Secura, who is my son, is there. And Kevin uh, 
uh, does a great job with younger professionals. Uh, Kevin has a great background. He came out of the um, heavy equipment industry and, uh, again, really good at what he does. He's gone through some advanced education with financial planning and, uh, you know, really uh, is there to, to help and uh, connects well with those younger professionals. And uh, and we have Abby uh, Talbot, and she, she kind of is the back office gal. She helps run the show. Uh, she keeps us all organized, keeps everything flowing. Uh, like it needs to be on a day-to-day basis. We couldn't operate without Abby. She makes uh, all our clients love her, and with good reason. She uh, is quick to respond and and get things done, uh, no matter what the the needs of uh, the client may be. So, and then there's myself, and you know I'm the old timer, been around for a long time, and doing this for a long time, and uh, really proud of the group of people that we have. We work as a team. Uh, you know, I think uh, when we bring a client on, we're all well-educated on that client, their family, and uh, any of us can step in and work uh, with any client. Uh, we don't really say, hey, this is your client, our client. We're, they're all our clients with our group, and uh, having a team like that makes it really nice to be able to, to uh, communicate and service and be there for anybody that we need to be on a daily basis. Once again, Walt Secure and the AKW Group, they are affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company, but they're right here in Akron, 3875 Embassy Parkway in Fairlawn, the Waterford Building there. And once more, the local number, 234-466-7476, 234-466-7476. So, Walt, as we're coming to the end of 2023, the next time we talk will be the first week of 2024. Every year is different. I mean, all the years have been in the market, you know, the not two years are exactly the same. What are some of the insights you've gained as you look back on 2023? and into uh, 2024. Bob, you know, when you come off of a year like 2022, you know, you, you, your confidence is shaken a little bit. Um, you're, you're surrounded by people that are worried and concerned, and then you get a year like 23, and it, it really makes me remember why I do this. Um, uh, you know, investing builds wealth. It, it builds financial freedom. Uh, it, it really does a lot to improve people's lives. You know, money's not everything, but money does matter. And, uh, you know, money matters because it, it allows us to do the things we want to do with our lives. And uh, so I say, you know, focusing on what's important, you know, not getting caught up in things that don't matter. Uh, you know, remember the Wall Street's built on opinions and feelings. They're not always consistent with you. Uh, we say, you know, don't focus on the stock market. We really say, remember, it's a market of stocks. So, uh, there's a lot of individual opportunities out there. You know, people talk about the market. We don't. We we worry about the companies we invest in. Uh, having a disciplined process uh, that you can do repetitive over and over uh, that takes the emotions out is, is so important. And uh, we've seen the importance of that disciplined process time and time again. Uh, letting your winners run. You know, a lot of people take easy profits, but I'll tell you, great companies are hard to find. And when you find them, uh, sometimes you got to let them do what they're going to do. And uh, you only need a few in a lifetime. Uh, you know, Warren Buffett said this, and I believe it, and I've seen it in my, my career. You only need a handful. Uh, you don't need uh, hundreds. You know, if you find five, six, seven great companies in a lifetime to do what they should do, it creates a tremendous amount of wealth. Uh, set realistic expectations. Uh, know how much risk you can stomach. Be honest with yourself. Uh, use common sense and, and have your own benchmark for success. You know, it's, it's not what your brother-in-law thinks or what the guy down the street thinks or the person at the golf course. Uh, what matters is what you determine to be success. And and I'll leave you with the Warren Buffett quote, which I love. You know, be, be fearful when everyone's greedy and greedy when everyone's fearful. And at the end of 22, everybody was fearful, and it was a time to be greedy. And uh, 
now as people start to get greedy, you know, I mean, I, I guess we got to change our expectations a little bit as we go into next year and just be cautious and uh, make sure you know what you own and why you own it. Again, Walt Secure, the AKW Group. I want to remind you that you can now hear podcasts of this uh, show every single week on the AKW Group's website. Go to akwgroup.bairdwealth.com, B-A-I-R-D, wealth.com, and uh, click on the Hear the Difference section. You can have links there to Spotify and Apple iTunes, which have uh, podcasts of our broadcasts every Sunday. We've been doing this since 2018. And so we can check that out if you miss any part of it or want to find out what's going on. Of course, uh, Walt, I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll uh, take uh, next uh, week off, next Sunday off. So the first time we talk to you will be in January 7th of 2024. And that'll be kind of cool. So we'll find out what's happening in that brand new year. So until then, for you and for me and my wife, to you and your family and, and all the people at AKW Group, a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll have some, some good things to talk about as 2024 does. Sounds great, Bob. Well, we appreciate you. We wish the same to you and your family. A Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all the listeners out there. You know, we have quite a few, and I think we developed a pretty good uh, uh, listener base, and we appreciate you all. So uh, look forward to next year, 2024. Hopefully uh, we can follow up with another great year like we had in 23. Let's all keep our fingers and our dollar signs crossed. Again, Walt Sakira, the AKW Group in Akron. Call them at 234-466-7476. And when you do, tell them you heard them on WNIR Kent Akron, 234-466-7476. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Affirm Holdings, Inc., symbol AFRM. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Carnival Corporation, symbol CCL. Cleveland Cliffs Inc., symbol CLF. CRISPR Therapeutics, symbol CRSP. FedEx Corporation, symbol FDX. Alphabet Inc., symbol GOOGL. Hershey Company, symbol HSY. Meta Platforms Inc., symbol META. Microsoft Corporation, symbol MSFT. Nike Inc., symbol NKE. Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, symbol NCLH. Navidi Corporation, symbol NVDA. Nippon Steel Corporation, symbol NPSCY. PayPal Corporation, Inc., symbol PYPL. Planet Fitness, Inc., symbol PLNT. Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, symbol RCL. Skechers, USA, symbol SKX. Afterpay, a subsidiary of Block, Inc., symbol SQ. Tesla, Inc., symbol TSLA. United Parcel Service, Inc., symbol UPS. Verb Therapeutics, symbol V-E-R-V. Vertex Pharmaceuticals Incorporated, symbol VRTX. And United States Steel Corporation, symbol X. Please note that Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.